My name is Sonia Larson. In this story called The Kindest, a woman receives a kidney from an anonymous donor, which saves her life. A few months later, the donor comes to meet her. It was too late to fix the wallpaper, too late to paint the trims. This wasn't a place where we chummed out with guests. But when I was dying, people were nicer to me. Old teachers and old roommates and total randoms came to see me, kissing my bandaged hand. Where were my people now? Their spilling flowers, their grateful eyes. Getting born must be like that, if you could remember, but you can't. I ripped the tags off the necklace, buried it in a gladware under layers of Kleenex, found a gift certificate to Olive Garden and put that in too. No wrapping paper, no card. What was I supposed to say? Here she comes, called Bao. Get in here. Oh my god. I heard her voice before I saw her. So much exclaiming, hugging, everything loud. She came gliding toward me, my angel, Rose Rothario, the doorway illuminating her soft blonde hair. Out came her arm and her long, elegant hand, the delicate fingernails, tips creamy white. Baby, said Bao. Hi, I said. Hi, hi, hi. Come in, come in. We shook. Her hands were cold from outside. Mine were sweaty and I wiped them on my pants, though I worried that looked rude, like I didn't want her germs. I watched her shoes, two sculptures of soft green suede. She was too shiny to look at. It was like squinting at the sun. This, she said, probing my sweatshirt, my socks, the whole of me, is incredible. Right on, I said. Sorry. I feel super weird right now. The lips of Rose Rothario spread in a generous smile. I can't believe it either, Shuntao. Am I saying it correctly? I nodded that she was. She placed her hand on her chest, gazing at our dry plants and the carpet slashed from the vacuum cleaner. Bao showed her around the living room, both nodding vigorously. The crescendo of a siren, of trucks guzzling by. The voice of Rose Rothario swelled above them all. I felt like a zoo animal, watching onlookers shuffle to more interesting exhibits. At least they were moving, killing time. Bao suggested that we sit around the coffee table. We got snacks, he said. Nothing special. Oh my goodness, said Rose, admiring the Ritz crackers that I'd piled on a plate. She sat, folding her skirt and holding her abdomen on the way down. I wondered if it hurt, the hole inside of her. I wondered if she missed it, but I sort of didn't want to know. We faced each other, the triangle of us. Nobody ate. Finally, I lifted a cracker and put it in my mouth, which tasted like nothing, like water, just cold and crumbs and creamy stuff, mashing around. You sure don't look like you just had surgery, Bao said to Rose. Gosh, she grinned. Everyone's been so supportive, so many cards and casseroles, and from people you'd never expect. I went in for my apple juice. The eyes of Rose Rothario snagged on my glass. Is that wine, she said. No. It's a Welch's. Oh, she said. Ha, ha, ha. She peered at Bao, then at me, then the hands in her lap. We were quiet. I drank my drink, and I tried to remember the things I've had to learn. Don't react. Don't react. Bao and Rose Rothario discussed the neighborhoods of Shelby, which restaurants were nice and which ones you should skip. They were talking holidays or somebody's pet or the best commute from this place to that. 
But this neighborhood is also beautiful, she said. Do you like to go for walks? We're definitely going to, said Bao. We're going to get into that more. Not me, I said, swirling my glass. I'm still healing, so yeah. Bao cleared his throat. Of course, said Rose. I found that yoga and gentle stretching was all I could do at first. I've been thinking about the yoga, I said, but I bet I'd be bad. Maybe Rose could teach you, said Bao. Truly, said the woman. Bao tipped his drink in her direction. You could go together. You could show her the ropes. I could show you the ropes, said Rose, turning to smile at me. My face must have been doing something, because then she said, or I could not, whatever you prefer. What, what, said Bao, hands up in surrender. I thought you wanted someone to go with. Rose waved us off the subject. It's really not important. Bao, it's okay. And I didn't like her saying my husband's name. Excuse me, said Bao, standing to make for the bathroom. I followed him. Slipped myself behind the door. Bao was peeing into the toilet. Yoga with her? I hissed. Are you crazy? I'd rather die. He startled, shook, and zipped. I happen to be thankful, he said. That woman saved my wife. He pushed past me to the sink. You, you scared the shit out of me. But then she comes along and helps a person in need. So I guess she's a saint? She's the kindest bitch on the planet? Can you just go be with her, he said. Can you just go be a good person? You go, I said. No, you, he said. And we stood there, panting and scared of the woman in our house. We exited. Rose was sitting pinned straight on the couch, waiting just like we'd left her, like somebody's dog. Rose, said Bao, folding his hands, before we go on, we just want to say, we want to express to you, he glared at me, but I couldn't say it. All this gratitude, it shut me up. Well, he said, I think I'll leave you two alone. What? I said, what for? You must have a lot to say to each other. He jerked on his jacket. Rose Batharia sat, her eyes roving between us. The click of the door left a loud and bristling silence. I was in my living room. I was standing on the carpet, a bus rumbling by like it was any old day. I hurried up and gave Rose her present. She practically squealed in delight. There were little tears in her eyes. OK, that was done. She lifted the long chain and eased it over her head. It was fun to buy, I said. I had to figure out the bus, but that was actually totally fine. Rose Wathario frowned. Forgive me, but I was told there was an accident. Yup, I said. That must have been terrifying. You bet, I said. But the truth was that I couldn't remember. I just remembered reaching behind the dryer for my stash, the gulps of vodka slicing cold across my gums. When had I decided to go downtown? How had I even gotten in the car? It was the logic of a dream. Trees, I said. They come out of nowhere. There was a storm? Big time, I lied. I described fierce winds, driving hail, windshield wipers that flapped like my hands. I marveled at my voice, making this stuff up. The dash slammed me all over, I said. They even took out a rib. I pointed at the torso of Rose with Ario. Hey, you got any extras in there? I chuckled. Rose with Ario let out a strained little laugh. Immediately I felt terrible and wished that she would go. 
Her eyes drifted to the ceiling, to the window. More and more, it seemed hard for her to look at me. Finally, she turned, but looked right through me, as if to some far-off mountain. Then I realized she was watching my torso. She was thinking about her kidney buried inside of me. Do take care of it, she said. You think that I wouldn't, I said. No, that's not what I mean, she waved off the thought. It's yours, of course. Never mind. It's yours now. Well, sort of, I said, feeling bad. You gave it to me. It's still sort of yours. Her knees squirmed against each other. Hey, I said, don't you worry. I'm going to treat it so good. I'm going to take good care. I'm sure, she said. Of course. Look, I said, I have to be honest with you. I concentrated on the limp hand in her lap. I'm not really looking for connections right now. Like, I'm not really looking to hang out. Don't get me wrong, I am way grateful. Like, 100%. But I've got too many friends already. I can barely keep up. Oh, no, 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 she said. I'm not interested in friendship. Like, I don't want to offend you, but... I just wanted to meet you, she said. I just thought it would be a meaningful experience. It is, I said. No doubt. I looked up. She was chewing a cracker silently. My heart pooled with relief. I'd said what I needed to. Now she could leave. But she didn't. She kept on munching her cracker like that. What was she waiting for? What did she want? Is there something that you want, I said? And that's when the face of Rose Rothario blotched and crumpled. Her eyes squeezed up. Her hair fell forward. She was crying into her hand. I'm sorry, she said. It's all just so much. I didn't know what was happening. What I thought was, what is this? This white woman crying on my couch, crying to me. I felt bad for her, but I also wanted to slap her. Instead, I leaned forward and touched her warm, shivering bone. I knew what she was thinking. She was thinking it was supposed to be different now. I hear you, I said. When I was dying, people were nicer to me. Rose Rothario uncovered her wet face. Have you told people about me, she said. Ever since, I said, remembering that day. How when I was dying, none of it mattered. What I'd done or what I was. People bared their love and I thought I had my hands on it. What do they say, she said. What do they say about me? About you, I thought. Just eager things, stunned things, like people who'd glimpsed promised lands or were spared by magnificent storms. Come on, I said. People worship you. That's pretty clear. I'll stop there.